A welcome return. Good morning, everyone. The boys are back. Do I even need to finish? In town. Oh, after a week off, we have returned. And wouldn't you know, we are full of energy. We are full of life. We are full of merriment. Hmm? We're back. We had a week off because, uh... I don't know. The timings just didn't work out. Lucas is packing up his big house and I was away seeing a concert in Milton Milton Keynes. I know. Lucas was desperate to put one out. I said, I think they can go a week without one. He was like, no, it'll be the end of time. I was like, no, I think all our listeners are mature enough to know that sometimes we can't <laughs> fulfill this promise of one a week. Um, and it has really torn our relationship to shreds having one week off. Though, for this episode, we managed to put that aside and act like best pals. Not only messing, we are best pals. Yeah, we're back. Episode 84. Honestly, this one was such a laugh recording. Uh, if you want to see the video of this episode, you can go to our Patreon, patreon.com forward slash Pottervision, and see how we recorded it. Um, more things to say, the Pottervision tour has ended, right? It's over. We're going to be at the Edinburgh Festival in August for 20 days. You can go to, I don't know, just Google it, Pottervision, Ed Fringe, 2022. You'll find tickets. <laughs> You're clever enough. Uh, and I'm going to be there as well if you want to see me do stand-up. You can put in Tom Lawrenson. My show is called Cheeky Monkey. Uh, I'll be doing stand-up for 45 minutes every day or an hour. I haven't decided yet. Well, why must I delay any further? Listeners, this is episode 84. Television podcast, the podcast where every single week myself, Lucas Kirkby, and this man adjacent to me, Tom Lawrenson, mm-hmm. oh, he's kissing his muscles. We look at a chapter of the Harry Potter books, and we use that to inspire to to to, to inspire us for a conversation. This week we're on episode eighty-four, and we're on chapter twenty-seven of the Goblet of Fire. Padfoot returns. Mm. And can I just say, it's lovely that we've returned to do a podcast episode, isn't it? One week hiatus. Too long, if you ask me. Oh, we've been busy little bitches, haven't we? So many things have changed. Look yeah. at you. Age has shaped your face. You're unrecognisable. Now you have this beard, you have these brown eyes and glasses, yeah. Yeah. short hair, two eyebrows... Ears, yeah. Arms, if you don't mind me saying. I don't mind. A back, yeah. A front, yeah. Two nipples, yeah. Um, a leg, yeah. Another leg, yeah. A knee, yeah. Another knee, another knee. Shins, shins. Back of the leg, back of the leg. Two heels. <laughs> yeah, he's right. Feet, feet. Ten toes. Welsh toes. Welsh toes. An arse. An arse. <laughs> Who can forget? 
your little willy. <laughs> That's lovely. Haven't you changed? Every single bit of me has aged since I last saw you. I'm a, a, a shadow of my former self. Whereas you, in the past fortnight, you've mm. developed more muscles, mm. you've got an extra bit of lustre in that twinkle in your eye, and can I say, you smell even better than usual as well. What am I smelling like, brother? It's not dog shit, is it? No, it's the opposite. It's dog niceness. <laughs> it's, it's dog sweat. <laughs> it's lovely. Yeah, so, you know, I just feel like, you know, me and you, we're, we're going in opposite directions. Me to an abysmal, deathly body. You to a god-like temple. I wouldn't describe Germany as a deathly body. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, that's very soon, isn't it? I get on the boat on Monday. Boat? No, no. I'm going there. Just feel like a Quaker going off to America. Listeners, i got to tell you this, right? This guy, I know he said he was going in June, but he did not tell me he was going June... The first. Yeah, I didn't. I thought you knew when I was going. No, he never told me. I was mm. like, oh, he's going to be going in months. Or oh, the end of June. Yeah. June 31st. Yeah. If there is such a date. Who knows? If, if such a date exists. Yeah. Who's yeah. to say? Yeah, but how sad. But in many ways, how exciting. Yeah. And I can't think of a better opportunity to hand you this. Hey, what's this? There's a card and it says my buddy on it. What the bloody hell's this? <laughs> this is a surprise. Oh, it says big hugs on it. Look at that. Hey, hello, buddy. I'm sorry you're moving to a different country, but I'm so happy you've met the love of your life and amazing adventure awaits you. Promise to talk to you for an hour every week. Oh, <laughs> my love. Tom, isn't that nice? And in buying this card, you've raised money for four different charities that Tesco is involved with. Hey! It's a bit, you don't need to read the barcode, barcode out. <laughs> but too much detail you give him, pal. <laughs> How lovely. Yeah. Oh, well, that's bloody lovely. Thank you very much. It's a weird farewell, because although you are officially moving now, we're going to be spending a month together, well, 20 days together in August... Yeah, we've got the stag do in July. Stag do in July. Wedding in September. Yeah. You're going to be sick of me. No. no that's nice, isn't it? It is It is truly impossible to get sick of Lucas Kirkby. Oh, isn't that nice? And that is... is why Martina has snatched you up. Yeah, she has. Yeah, she snared me. Enough niceties. Let's time Let's time to get some uh, stuff off my back. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right. What's been going on? Lucas Kirkby, yesterday, he decided he wanted to prank me. What have I done this time? So t- today, we were meant to be recording this podcast. Oh, yeah. Half five. No, five. Five. Five, yeah. We're meant to be recording it at five. Yesterday, he goes, right, I'd like it if instead you could wake up even earlier to get to work, to come home <laughs> earlier. And I went, you want me up at six? And he goes, that's what I want. Yeah. <laughs> so I did it. And then I come home all tired and he's here for five. No, no, no. First things first, I just said, can we record half an hour earlier? Because I've been offered a gig tonight. Mm. And you said yes. And uh, I was here at quarter to five, which is which is quarter of an hour later than I thought. Why so. don't you cancel that gig? There's money in it. What's Martina up to? 
She's going to join me at the gig. All right. What gig is it? Is it like... Anyone can go, is it? Like a dirty stag? Well, it's a public thing. I thought it was uh, like a Hindu or something, but it's a public show where you put people on trial. You get to accuse your mates of, like, never putting the bins out or where, something. Where's it at? It's a retro bar in Manchester. Tickets still available? I think so, yeah. Well, not by time of release. I meant for me. For you, why not? Maybe I'll come. Come along. I'll see how the conversation fares over the next hour. Yeah. <laughs> see how you feel, why not? Yeah. yeah. So, we uh, went to Lucas's birthday party last night. He decided to have his birthday party. There was a leaving do. <laughs> what a birthday. It was a leaving do, wasn't it? A leaving gig that we've mentioned. <laughs> yeah. You were fantastic, may I just say. You were fantastic. You were fantastic. What was your favourite joke? Oh, well, I do like your new bird noise one. <laughs> and that's all I'm going to say, because I don't want to spoil it on here. I do like that one. And uh, A. Martina's new favourite bit from your story, she likes the image of you drumming your toes on a person's chest. <laughs> that was her favourite bit. And my dad came up to me after your set and he goes, I laughed way more than I should have done. What does that mean? What does that mean? What does that mean, Daddy? What does that mean? Was it because it was... like Was he laughing at the rude bits, the weird bits? I don't know. You were fantastic, though. You completely owned the room. That was definitely one of the best solo Lucas Kirkby performances I've ever seen in my life, right? Yeah. I threw a curveball at you. Tell a story. You caught it. Yeah, yeah. And you smashed it out of the park. <laughs> it was fun, that, wasn't it? You told that story about... Um, I don't know if I ever told it on the podcast. We must have. Yeah. About him getting in trouble at school for writing a song about a chode and uh, putting it online and the kids finding it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you smashed it out of the park. <laughs> it was good I was, fun, I was on it? the edge of my seat, going to go, oh, is he going to do that bit? And I was like, yeah! <laughs> yeah, it was a bloody good night. Yeah, it's been good. And then we had the comedy marathon on Sunday. Forget that. But this, uh, right. this gig he did last night, right? <laughs> this little lying bastard, he gets an encore and he's like, and he's swears blind he goes I wasn't expecting this I wasn't expecting this yeah but then he did a joke that involved a load of props and he's like well why did you why did you plant the props right can I just say I planted a prop forgot about the prop and then I did me set finished it and then when they got me back on I thought oh yeah I can use that prop I forgot how about the can-can dancers alright alright I organised the can-can dancers I'll give you that yeah all right, yeah, so it's been good. But hey, I've got something that will make you smile, I think. Oh, I'll be the judge of that. Yeah, so my mum works for an estate agent. Ah! Hey, wait Sorry. a minute, that's not it. <laughs> and she, uh... <laughs> oh, you like this even more. And so she shows people around houses, right? Yeah. And the other week she was showing somebody around a house, right? And um, she goes... And it was just after we'd done the show in Brighton. Yeah. So she goes, oh, where are you from originally? He goes, I'm from Brighton. Mm. And she goes, oh, my son's there, was there last night doing a Harry Potter parody show. And do you know what he does? What? He turns to her and goes, what's a vision? Mm. She goes, yeah. So snowy, was it? <laughs> no, it wasn't so snowy. It was just some uh, random bloke who knew Potter vision. That's mad, that. That's cool, isn't it? We're getting, getting celebrity status. That's weird. That is weird. Who was he? I don't know. It was just some, some bloke who was buying a house in North Wales from Brighton. 
Well, if you're listening, pal, get on the Patreon. Get on the. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, you don't need four bedrooms, do you? Downsize to a three-bedroom house and spend the rest of your money uh, sponsoring us every month. <laughs> Set up a new, uh, a new tier just for you. <laughs> hey, but there was another bit of drama last week. So this is what happens when you have two weeks off. Yeah. You get more stories. How about it, listeners? Who thinks we should release it once every two weeks? Who with, hey. Who's with me? Yeah. <laughs> somebody last time asking for it daily. Ooh, we get tired and depressed. Uh, but, yeah, so me and Kate McCabe, who was on last night at the comedy night, yeah. we're teaching Leeds on a Monday, right? Tell me more, tell me more. Uh, did she put up a fight? No. <laughs> Um, we went to Teaching Leeds and we decided to get a cheeky... Pint? No, where, where do I always go? Um, SDI Clinic. <laughs> no. <laughs> McDonald's! <laughs> oh! Yeah, yeah, yeah. We went to McDonald's before the workshop, right? <laughs> and we decide to eat the McDonald's in the car. Yeah, right? yeah. Suddenly, right, these three lads run into this car, right? Your car? No, no, a different car. Okay. Start speeding round the car park. Mm. One of the lads falls out of the car, yeah. rolls over a bit, yeah. his coat falls off him. He runs into the car again without picking up his coat and they rush off. We think it's it was stolen. We think we saw it being stolen. Because then somebody ran out and was like, bloody hell! And then started ringing the police. <laughs> and then, then we drove off, because we needed to get to the workshop. I can't imagine ever leaving my coat anywhere. No, but he literally rolled out of the car. I don't know if he like didn't get in quick enough before it was driven off. But he like did like an army roll to the left. His coat fell <sighs> off, and then he just like abandoned it and ran back into the car. That's mad. Oh, it was scary. Let me tell you something. Yeah, what? I tested this story out on Lewis earlier. Friend of the show, Lewis Shaw. Friend of the show, Lewis Shaw. Yeah. He didn't fully go for it. All right. (laughs) Why not tell it on the pod? Why not tell it on the pod? I think it's got something, right? I'll see if I can tell it better. So next to this woman at work called Catherine. Oh, yeah. She's a star, right? And she goes, hey, you never guess what happened to me on a train the other day. Yeah. I go, go on. I'm all ears. Yeah. Yeah. She goes, there was a woman on the train that had a cat in like um, a harness that said security on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On a leash. Right. And I said, tell me more. Right. She said, the cat was on the floor, sat, the woman gets out a paper plate, peels a banana, (laughs) puts the banana on the plate. Yeah. And the cat starts eating it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's like, isn't that strange? Yeah, yeah. And I said... What train line were you on? Yeah. And she was like, why is that relevant? Yeah. And I wanted to know. And she told me it was the Manchester to Liverpool one. And she told me what stop she was getting off. The one after Eccles, in case anyone wants to track her down. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, Right. Uh, But then I said, and she goes, goes, I got a picture of it. Yeah. And I said, did you get the woman... In the picture with the cat. Yeah, yeah. And then she was a bit taken aback. She was like, why is that relevant? Yeah. And I I thought it was very relevant because there's a difference between pointing your phone down at a cat on the floor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
and getting the whole shot of the weirdo. Yeah, yeah, it is, yeah. <laughs> right. She sent it to me, she sent me the photo. Oh yeah, can I see? Totally. <laughs> the cat's face. <laughs> can we show the cat just to the video? We'll show the cat. <laughs> Hopefully that's showing up all right. <laughs> That's brilliant. <laughs> a, so there, it looks like it's just eating the banana straight out of the out of the skin. Look at this fucking git. Non plus, no, it's that bloke. <laughs> hey, we won't show the cat's owner, but that bloke behind her. Let's get a zoom in of him. Yeah, what do you make to that? Oh, I think it's brilliant. Well, there's a guy going to court at the minute because he's got a. a like a comfort cat or something that he takes around the shops mm. that he says helps him with uh, anxiety and Tesco have said you're not allowed that cat in here and he's suing them because of his uh, security cat or whatever it's called I gotta tell you I am with Tesco on this yeah I believe Tesco is a private business and they should be allowed to refuse any weirdos trying to bring in a cat <laughs> fair enough uh, your request has been denied. Goodbye. <laughs> Judge Thomas spoken. Order. Order. Fantastic. Yeah. Now, Tom. i got more to say. What? I haven't seen you in ages. Yesterday. Well, you know, we didn't chat that much, did we? No, no, we just nod at each other, don't we? i got to catch up with your dad. <laughs> you chatted more with me, dad, didn't you? I was chatting that bastard's ear off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you know he's from Barwin Furnace? Yeah, I did, yeah. Did you ever go up there? No. Have you ever been? No. That's mad. Well, he was only born there, he didn't live there. Why have you not wanted to retrace your father's, like, heritage footsteps? Hmm. It's not really bothered. To find out the makeup of the Kirkby's. Well, you could go to Bowering Furnace and everyone could look like you. Yeah, that's true. Wouldn't that shock you? Yeah. Well, I was a bit dis... You know, I was looking forward to going on your dad's tour of his primary school and where he was born that he was <laughs> planning for my stag doing Blackpool, so... Nothing's going to compare to that, is it? I was looking forward to that. We should have done that. We'll do it tonight. Yeah, this is where I had my first kiss, Lucas. That's lovely. <laughs> he wouldn't tell you that. That's private. That's private. Well, he's just pointing at his body. Last weekend, <laughs> I put on my black clothes. I said, um, when I was a young boy, right? This yeah. last week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My father. Yeah. I mean, my sisters. They took me into the city. Yeah, your of, sisters did. Of Milton Keynes. Oh. To see a marching band. Oh. A band called uh, My Chemical Romance. Oh, right, yeah. They said, son, when you grow up, will you be the leader of the broken, something and the damned? I was like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Them yeah. are lyrics to a song that you probably don't know. Yeah. But uh, we're see My Chemical Romance, and it was funny, um, because my sister... Uh, Alice, uh, she punched a woman in the back of the head. On purpose? All <laughs> oh, right. Why did she do that? Well, I'll tell you this. Yeah. You're seated, yeah? And you oh, stand yeah. up in your seat. Are you something. in like a football stadium? Yeah, you stand yeah, yeah. up in your football stadium seat, yeah? And she's like throwing her arms about, like happy, you know. Dancing. Yeah, dancing about. And then at one point, wham! 
she cracks a woman in the back of the head. Yeah. And she's got this, um, you know, one of them clips. Oh, yeah, she, one of them. She punched her in the clip, and the woman turns... Oof! Right in the clip! <laughs> <laughs> that sounds painful! Excuse oh. me, officer, she's just punched me in the clip. <laughs> right. Excuse me? Get in here, you. <laughs> Where's my clip? Don't ask me. And the woman turns around. Yeah. And this is how she turned around. <laughs> no. She did. She was screaming. Bloody hell. She was like, Wah! Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And my sister was like, sorry, sorry. And we were laughing for ages. <laughs> That's brilliant. On the way back. Yeah. I was in a services and I got locked I'd trapped in the toilets. You know, in motorway services, it's like almost going into the swimming baths, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're going down this corridor, and I got trapped in the toilets because this gang of people had decided to start kissing a baby outside the men's toilets. Oh, no. Oh, it's normally you kissing babies, isn't it? The Patreon followers. The Patreon followers. Yeah. So that's that story? Yeah. <laughs> Lovely. Well, what's been going on with you? Everything I've just said. Right. I'm packing my bags. I'm getting ready to go. Hey, me, uh, so I've been doing my last days at work. So Tuesday was my last day of work at one school. Mm. And yesterday was my last day of work at another school. And do you know what my lovely colleagues bought me and Martina? They've paid for us to go to the fancy departure lounge at the airport before we fly off. Oh, my God. Isn't that nice? That is... The nicest thing you yeah. could buy a person. Yeah, yeah, really thoughtful. So I'll be, you know, in a nice chair. I think you get a couple of free drinks. You get to sit back and relax without listening to people. I love it. Yeah, it's good, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. God. So, yeah, the next time we do this podcast... You can have some booze. I might do, I don't know, I've might not, not decided. Might not do. Huh? Might do, might not do. Might have a soft drink, might have a whiskey drink, might have a lager drink, might have a saga drink. Are you singing at me right now? Yeah. Tub thumping. By Chumba Wumba or whatever they're called. Yeah. Yeah. But all this yeah. catching up. Oh, yeah. Got me thinking about one thing. What is that, brother? Barry Clop. Harry Potter. <laughs> Harry Potter <laughs> and the Goblet of Fire. Chapter yeah. 22. Would you like a rundown? Please. It's Padfoot. Hey, listeners, this could be the last rundown ever. Who knows what the internet connection is going to be like in Germany? <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? So enjoy it while you can. <laughs> Chapter 27, Padfoot Returns. Oh! Whoa. Ron is enjoying the limelight. He's a bloody celebrity. He's like Kim Kardashian or something. He's like Kim Jong-il. He's like King Jong, not very well. Yeah. He's walking round, he's going, I'm the best to mine. He's going, you're not really though, are you? And he goes, no. Yeah, but he's enjoying, he's enjoying all of that. I'm the best, you're not really, are you? No. <laughs> you couldn't let him have that, could you, Hermione? Yeah. You couldn't let him have it. You're Hermione. So he gets a letter from Sirius does old Harold, and he says, hey, meet me on the edge of this bloody village and I'll have a chat with you. So they meet him in his dog form. He takes him up to a cave on a hill. He gets his nude body out and he says, right, give me that bread, give me that cheese. Give me that chicken. Give me that chicken, right? Starts eating it like an idiot. Mm, yum, right? And then he's just 
tells them a bit of gossip. Barty Crouch, he went a bit mad. He was going to be the Minister <coughs> of Magic, but then he started killing Death Eaters and going insane. And he's that's... killed me, Your Honour. He's killed me, Your Honour. Yeah? Don't mind me saying it. And uh, But he says, watch out for him then. And then he doesn't really give much uh, information. Also, previously, Snape and Karkrov have a bit of a funny thing where they look at each other's arms and wink. What's that about? What's that all about? And that was it. Chapter 27, Padfoot Returns. Oh. Oh, what a chapter. As you were saying at the beginning of that rundown, Ron is excited that he was part of something and he's finally got a story to tell. Yeah. Though, with this story... He's been embellishing it, hasn't he? Oh, every time he tells it, he makes it a little bit more extreme. It reminds me of somebody I know who uh, kind of is economical with the truth. Ron's a liar. Right? Yeah. He's adding in details of stories that never happened, right? He said he was beating off mermaids at one point, right? Excuse me, Ron. We don't want to hear about you beating off anybody. I, I've said it once. I've yeah. said it a million times. Yeah. People shouldn't exaggerate. No. Yeah. Huh? How many times have you said that to people? Millions. Millions, yeah. Don't exaggerate. <coughs> my godfather is hungry and it is my duty to feed him. What may I feed you, godfather? Imagine getting that letter. Bring food. So yeah. Excuse me. Yeah. How about how are you? Yeah. How are you, by the way? You know, it doesn't even have a bit of money for them. Oh, sorry for your trouble. Here's a couple of pennies. Oh, I don't think he even says thank you when they deliver him his food. The greedy little git. He says, git. they give it him and he goes, chicken. <laughs> thank you is what we were waiting for, Godfather. Thank you. <laughs> Ron, what are you doing calling me Godfather? <laughs> well, I like it. Hermione, I am not your Godfather. <laughs> yeah, not even a kiss at the end of the letter. Yeah? Please... <laughs> Please, 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 could you bring me some food? I'm currently eating rats. It's interesting, right? There's been a newspaper um, article in there, Harry Potter's Heartache. Oh, um, yeah. National newspaper, um, the relationship of a teenage boy. Yeah. Slow news day. <laughs> hey, but look at what they've got next week. Arthur Weasley's on holiday again. <laughs> But this is the problem when there's only about a thousand wizards and witches in the whole wide world. The bloody news is boring. Mm. Like, there's seven billion humans in the world and I find the news boring a lot of the time. Imagine if there was only a thousand. Yeah, but you can't, like, I don't know. I think it's weird to read, like, when I go on the Daily Mail, like I do, because I find it titillating. Yeah, yeah, titillating. I find it unusual reading articles about the love lives of artists as young as Justin Bieber, right? Yeah, yeah. He <laughs> was older than you. He was like 30 odd. <laughs> right? Yeah. But imagine if like you came round and you saw me flicking through, I don't know, some tabloid, reading about some high schooler. You'd say... I think it'd be better off if you didn't do that, boy. I know. Well, you th some of the shit they put in these magazines, you look at them and you think, hey, Colleen Rooney's new conservatory, let's have a look at this. Who's interested in Colleen Rooney's conservatory? I'd have a look. Would you? <laughs> let's have a look at that wick of furniture, Colleen. Mm. Oh, it's nice. Do you ever go on the Daily Mail? 
No, I never... I look at BBC News if I want some bit of news, but I don't really bother with the news because it makes me sad yeah. and mad and a frad. Don't mm. like it. And bad. And yeah, bad. He acts out. Yeah, I act out. If you see me with a newspaper, within half an hour, I'm going to have done something I regret. I act out. <laughs> I might swat a child with it. Roll it up and pretend that kid's a bee. Don't do that. <clears throat> yeah. But it's bloody hell. Like Rita Skeeter. I feel like what she's writing should be in like Closer magazine. Oh, hello. It's like gossip, isn't it? It shouldn't mm. be in a mainstream newspaper, that. Maybe this is a gossip mag. Yeah, maybe. It? Well, it's the Daily Prophet. Is that all right? Well, that's like... The, well, it's, it's, it's very uh, propaganda-ish, isn't it? But it's not gossip. It's not like a magazine. It's not like Bloody Witch Weekly, is it? Don't know. Don't know. Because that's got, like, the Best Smile Award and all that. But Rita Skeeter, get yourself on Hello Magazine. Hey, hey! We already have a witch magazine. Do we? We've got a witch car magazine. Oh yeah! Hey, that's right, Ron. We've got a witch magazine. <coughs> Tells you which is the best lawnmower. That's good, isn't it? Malfoy took the opportunity to flash. It says at one point. At this point, <laughs> I stopped reading. Where does it say you flashed? We didn't flash. Um, Care to have a look at these bum cheeks, Potter? <laughs> <laughs> Want to have a look at the devil's smile? <laughs> Is that what it's called? No, I've just made it up. <laughs> the devil's smile. <laughs> the bum crack, why not? Why not call it the devil's smile? Look at me, Potter. I'm smiling from mouth to anus. <laughs> hey, do you want to see the elephant, Potter? <laughs> Let me get his ears out. Why is Malfoy flashing? Come on, Snape. Ten points off him for that. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Professor Snape. Isn't this the Slytherin way? No. I've not told you to do that, Draco. This is the last pod before he leaves for Germany. And this is how he wants to end it. <laughs> With the Im devil's smile. Imagining Draco Malfoy. <laughs> bottomless. <laughs> With his pockets inside out. No one ever says bottomless, do they? No. People can be topless, but not bottomless. Yeah, because when you said bottomless, I imagine like no bum at all. Yeah, mm. bottomless. I was topless. I was bottomless. Um, Lucy used to call being naked being bare. I think, no, maybe she still does. Yeah, like being bare. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like having a bare bum or a bare body. No, but she won't add that on the end. She'll just go, I was bare. Oh, does she? Or, when she was even younger, she used to refer to being naked as going body-body. <laughs> that is weird, going body-body. I'm body-body. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, a lot of people call it their birthday suits, don't they? Yeah. Oh, I was in my birthday suits. Yeah. Mm. Excuse me, sir. Excuse me. <laughs> yeah, bloody hell. Yeah, so Malfoy's flashing. That's yeah. good. Everyone is in love with Hermione Granger. Yeah. Victor Crumb. Crumb loves her. Ron. Ron loves her. I read in a paper, Harry loves her. Harry loves her. Never yeah. lost her out. I read in a diary that Filch loves her. She's the bonniest lass at boarding school. Well, yeah. She's the bonniest boarding babe. She's the bonniest babe in British broadcasting. She is. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Well, you know, and it's all happened since she had her teeth filed down, according to the book. 
That's sad. Sad, isn't it? Ooh, my favourite bit of this chapter is when Snape decides to scold. He reprimands. He lays into Harry Potter. Right? Oh, yeah, he's trying to get her eyes out of him, isn't he? He's proper having a good little whisper at him. Yeah, yeah. Because Snape accuses him of going into, you know, his uh, secret store cupboard yeah. and stealing some precious items. Yeah? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got things going missing. And he says to Harry Potter, yeah. to me, you are nothing but a nasty little boy who thinks that rules are beneath him. Where's the lie there? Yeah, we're hearing a lot of stuff about Harry in the newspaper from friends, teachers, and so far it's all been 100% genuine. Mm. Yeah, Harry, you don't care about the rules. You think you're above them. And uh, Snape's correct. Give that man a biscuit. Yeah. But imagine what, like, they're having a proper, like, weird little whisper together, aren't they? Imagine seeing this from the back of the class. What are you talking about, sir? Nothing. Leaning in. If I ever saw a kid whispering with a teacher, I'd be very intrigued, wouldn't you? What could they be whispering about? I know, exactly. Yeah? Especially when they don't get on. But I'm like that with anybody whispering. If I see people whispering, I'm like, hey, what's this? What's going on here? It's rude, isn't it? It's very rude. It's fucking rude. It's... I wouldn't say that. <laughs> it's very rude. <laughs> I can't get this guy to agree with me on anything. No. <laughs> hey, this Verity Serum, right? I don't know why it's banned. Because surely that, it'd be great to use that in trials and police interviews and things like that. You know what I mean? Bit of Verity Serum, you say the truth, save yourself time and resources. Well, if Veritum Serum was allowed. Oof, someone's ringing your boy. If Veritum Serum was allowed, then that would mean that only innocent people would be in Azkaban, and thus making a very uninteresting story. Only guilty people, you mean, would be in Azkaban? Yeah, whatever. <laughs> I mean, everyone gets my point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, just in case there's anyone who took your words at face value, we've, uh, we've ironed that out, haven't we? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Fair play. <laughs> Fair enough for your sevens. Now, Harry is suddenly worried about this Veritas serum because he is worried about revealing some of his innermost secrets. And he even considers to carry around his own private hip flask. Because that's not weird at all, is it, for a 14-year-old to do? Hey, what have you got there, mate? Hip flask. Hmm. You drink, are you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly, because, like... Even if that means he's not going to have, like, any trouble with it. Like, people are going to think you're a pisshead at 14. <laughs> you're going to get called to, like, the mentor's office, aren't you? School counsellor. Dementors. Dementors. <laughs> In this chapter, they really talk about the Dementors and... I don't think the films did the Dementors justice. Because in this book, uh, Sirius Black describes Dementors burying a body. I know. I'd... They do everything at that prison. We were joking last book, weren't we, about yeah. feeding, working in the canteen. They're undertakers as well. <laughs> Bloody hell. He's one of them singing a hymn in the church. In 
in the films, all they do is float about, giving people the, uh, oh, sucky sucky now. Yeah, yeah, sucky sucky, yeah. And now, they're doing bloody all sorts. Yeah, maybe it's the current energy crisis. They're having to uh, double up on jobs. Mm. Mm. Now, what I didn't realise, so they've got their cloaks on going to Hogsmeade. I didn't realise you had to have your uniform on to go to Hogsmeade. What do you think to that? I love it. He loves it. And that's the end of that. (laughs) (laughs) And he's got a dozen chicken legs, some bread and some pumpkin juice in his bag. I love this, right? So Harry walks up to a dog and says, Hello, Sirius. I'd love it if it wasn't him. Yeah. (laughs) Excuse me. What did you call my dog? Oh, oh. (laughs) Excuse me. You trying to feed my dog pumpkin juice? He likes it. That is too many chicken legs. A dozen chicken legs, you're going to kill my dog. (laughs) He'll choke on them bones. Do you think if you were an Animagi hungry, you would transform to eat, or would you eat as a dog? Oh, well, I don't know. I suppose it depends what you enjoy more. Maybe I'd mix it up a bit, you know. Mondays, Wednesdays, Fridays, I'd be in my animal body. So, I don't know, my animagus, I imagine, would be a gerbil. And I'd eat, you know, little bits of food, little nibbles and seeds. That is how little you think of yourself. Yeah, I'd be a gerbil. You would be a gerbil. How yeah. sad. Yeah, yeah. What would you be, then? King Kong. He'd be King Kong. <laughs> He'd be King Kong. Yeah. He'd eat women and take them up to the highest tower. And bat away helicopters, wouldn't you? Oh, that is my... That is my idea of bliss, that is. Yeah, yeah, well... Maybe I need to just aim a bit higher than a gerbil. Maybe go for a chinchilla or a daegu. Come on. I'll be, I'll be King Kong. You be some big lizard. Godzilla? No, not that big. Oh, all right. Uh, Komodo dragon. There you go. All right, I'll be a Komodo <laughs> dragon. I've got the tongue for it. <laughs> The Komodo G. You didn't like that. I'm sat here next to Barty Crouch Jr. and I'm scared. Hello, King Kong. Hello, King Kong. Hello, King Kong. <laughs> no one calls him King Kong in that film. I think it'd be great if everyone called him Excuse King me, Kong. King Kong. Yeah. Get down, please. Right, get down, King Kong, now. We've had enough of you, King Kong. I watched, I got bought King Kong, the uh, Peter Jackson one on DVD, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. When I first got a DVD player, yeah, put it in the DVD player. You know, when you get a disc out, yeah, can't do them noises. No, um, turned on and I had the wrong setting. I had it on the wrong AV channel, right? No, and I didn't realise. I watched the whole thing in black and white. Yeah, and you didn't have to. And I didn't have to. I was like. Old old kind of film. They must have redone it in black and white. Makes sense. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. was in colour. Oh, the things you missed. Those jungle scenes must have been so bleak. And they're, they're very green in the actual movie. Those things on Skull Rock. Yeah. Or Skull Island, whatever it's called. <clears throat> so Harry, he follows Sirius. He gets his school bag full of chicken juice out. Goes into a cave with him. Yeah. And Sirius goes, hey, look who I've got tied up. Buckbeak tied up in a cave. What's going on there? Yeah. I don't think he wants to be with you. No. 
Right. Buckbeak. One journey you had with him, and that was to escape from Hogwarts. Right? What's this? Why have you trapped him for a year? He likes it. No, he doesn't. He's on the floor crying. You've done that, God Dad. You've done that? You don't like it? Yeah. What are you feeding him? Jelly. Don't like jelly. He doesn't like jelly, year sevens. No. He likes stoats, ferrets, weasels, crisps. You've done that to him. <laughs> Made him sad. You've done that is a very funny expression. Yeah. Yeah. You've done that. You've done that, haven't you? You've made my Pottervision co-star cry, audience. <laughs> and we, I don't think we've spoken about Brighton, even. But we've not even spoken about Brighton. It was good. Because we went to Brighton and we did a gig there. Yeah. And it was... I tell you what, if anyone was there and they enjoyed it, that's fine. But I don't think I've ever been... As worse received as I was in Brighton that day. Oh, I think you're seeing it wrong. No, I'm not. Because <laughs> the thing is about me that you're not aware, I have two eyes and two ears that work perfectly. Yeah, yeah, and you got a nose as well, haven't you? Not relevant. All right. Yeah, yeah, you didn't have a nice time, did you? But it was, it was better than you thought it was, 100%. For you, yeah. No, 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 no. You were doing fine. Yeah, yeah. But that's just the way she goes. Yeah. London the day before was like bonfire night. It was like... Yeah, yeah. It was a hootin' honey. Yeah. But Brighton, I feel like a bit more sensitivity in the room. Maybe not on the front row. (laughs) (laughs) Well, sometimes they like you more than me, and sometimes they like me more than you, don't they? But most of the time, they like us both equally. Yeah. But in Brighton... They were going wild and crazy for Lucas Kirkby. I wouldn't say that, but, you know. Then, but for me, at one point during the show, someone stood and stood up and said, why don't you fuck off? That never happened. That, was, that, was, that did happen. No, it was made up. That, why, why would I make that up? Because you love it. I love what? Making other things up. Yeah. Yeah. But that was a strange show. And then... Uh, but we, uh, yeah, we went to the cinema. We saw Doctor Strange. That was good, wasn't it? I got a parking fine. We got you some new shoes. Yeah. We paid 50 quid at the cinema. That was mental. Yeah. And that film was all right. Do you know what? I've been thinking about that film a lot more since I yeah, saw yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you been thinking about it? Uh, a little bit, yeah, yeah. Doctor Strange. I don't think you've been thinking no, about I it. No, no, no. <laughs> I've not been thinking about it since I left the cinema. <laughs> what have you been thinking about, Doctor Strange? It's the different bits, you know, the different universes they went to. I liked him being like reanimating his own oh, you dead body. Do, you forgot to do your new joke. Oh, yeah, me naughty Doctor Strange bit. When, have you done that yet? No, I was going to do it on Tuesday, but then they forgot I was on the lineup, so I didn't go. Is David Stan you going to be there tonight? Uh, no, I don't think so. Oh, he'd love to see They'd that. He'd love that, wouldn't he? I might do it in the show tonight that I've never done before. <laughs> For somebody else, a stranger. <laughs> hey, who's this, mate? <laughs> it's a really rude joke about Doctor Strange. Yeah, Doctor Strange being rude. Uh, just for the patrons, that. Right. That'll be freely available in a week. Oh! 
Martina's dad's going to see that. No! What's he called? Uh, ma- 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 Merrick. Merrick. Yeah, Merrick. Uh, Merrick. Uh, Merrick, Mr. Merrick. Yeah. Uh, Merrick. Call this pal. Talking about Martinez, yeah. What's wrong with that? <laughs> <To> them. <laughs> she, might, she might not want his name. <laughs> Broadcast. Call <laughs> this out. <laughs> <laughs> me, me with my arms behind my back, rocking back and forth, going, Marek? Marek, what's wrong with that? <laughs> Is he top quality, this? That's <laughs> 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 mental. More updates. Um... Lucas's stag is in a few weeks or a month or whatever. We're going to London. It's all booked in. And uh, Lucas and all the men he knows are staying in a hostel together. Uh, and you're in a nice hotel, aren't you? I'm in a hotel. I said to the boys, I said in the chat, I went, lads, I found a hotel. It's reasonable. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be 30 quid more each than a hostel. And Alid Jones, your brother-in-law, goes, no, 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 no. <laughs> we yeah. want to stay in a hostel, all 12 of us in bunk beds. In bunk beds together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh. So we're doing that and you're being in a hotel, aren't you? I'm in a hotel with Lewis. Am I going to miss out on the hostel? Maybe. I think there's going to be some top-notch banter in that room. I think there's going to be a lot of shenanigans. I'm imagining... There's going to be at least one midnight towel whipping session where everyone gets the, the towels out, wets them a bit, <laughs> chasing each other around the hostel. It's going to be fun. There's going to be a lot of shenanigans. I was thinking, I was like, Lucas doesn't drink. I was saying David Stanier last night. I was like, Lucas might be sick on someone's head. I might be sick on someone's hair. That's how it works, isn't it? Mm. No, no, we'll be all right. Just get merrily drunk and then uh, towel whip in the hostel. I guess me and Lewis will be whipping each other in a motel. Yeah, with with actual whips. Hey, cut that out. Hey, (laughs) Marek, Marek. The entire rest of this bloody chapter is just like not really saying much about stuff. It's just serious guessing things. But he mentions a bit about Barty Crouch being like he used to be a bigwig who was going to be the Minister of Magic. But then he went a bit mad. And we learn about his son as well, don't we? Getting accused of being a Death Eater. Oh. Yeah? Barty Crouch Junior. That's my favourite line in the film, I think, apart from Hello Father, is when Karkarov's there in his Boy in the Striped Pyjamas outfit, and he's there and he goes, Who, Who's the Death Eater? Who's the Death Eater? And he goes, Marty Crouch! And everyone goes, <gasps> And then he goes, Junior! Are you sure it isn't a Chinese fireball? Ooh, baby! Oh, all right, it's gone down to third place. Chinese fireball. Ooh! Well done to the Goblet of Fire, because very memorable lines in that film. Yeah, really memorable. Well done, whoever wrote that. And the director of Goblet of Fire only got paid a lot less than all the other directors before him. Right, can I just say to everyone, I got paid a lot less. <laughs> How much less? A lot. 
Right, you're not coming back for the fifth film. Oh, for f- <laughs> come on! You're not coming back for the fifth film. Why? Why? Well, one, you keep talking about how much you've been getting paid, saying yes. it's not enough. You got a million, right? Yeah. It, uh, it's not enough. Well, after tax, after tax, five hundred thousand. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Two, you've been wrestling with the students. <laughs> they you... broke my ribs. You started it, you mad old bastard. You've also been dancing with all the teenage girls. What's that about? <laughs> right, you're in your own shot. Get out. <laughs> Look, we've got a chair here that says director on it. You're supposed to be sat in that. Sit down. Sit down. Takes it, takes it onto the shot. No! <laughs> you didn't say that, did you? Right, you've done honestly. You've done a bang up job in this film, but sorry, no order the phoenix. No, nothing for you, David Yates or whatever your name is. Someone else. It's not him. One last fight with the with the twin. No, no. <laughs> you've had your chance. No, and you've blown it. Don't fight with the twins. Yeah. Now we that... we had enough of him <laughs> last year. Telling Harry to imagine people in their underwear. <laughs> Harry, come down to Radcliffe, Harry. <laughs> come on, Harry, it's Daniel, whatever. Come in, come in. <laughs> now, Bartemius Crouch, right? He went so mad when Voldemort was at his peak. Tell me more. That he allowed the use of the unforgivable curses on subjects, right? All three? All three to question somebody. Mm. Right. For me, Crucio maybe, the torture curse, right? That might help you to get them to speak the truth. What's the one making them dance gonna do? Come on, have a dance, have a dance! Oh, hey, he's doing the Macarena now, isn't he? Right. <laughs> Sit back down. Okay, I'll tell you who it is. Avadikadavit. Well, oh. <laughs> he was gonna tell us then. <laughs> What are you doing that curse for? He said we could use all three. <laughs> mainly Crucio, mainly Crucio. <laughs> right, I revive. I'm going to have to send out another email. Right, dear old staff, right, in my previous email I said you could use the unforgivable curses, right? <laughs> Scratch that, it's just Crucio, right? I don't want anyone dead and I don't want anyone dancing, right? <laughs> If I see Lucius Malfoy doing the cha-cha-cha, heads will roll, okay? All the best, Barty Crouch. It was funny last night at uh, this gig. Yeah. Because it seemed like Mel Medford thought my girlfriend was your girlfriend. Briefly, yes. And it it may be if Mel Medford sees me about in Stockport with my girlfriend. Yeah. She thinks we're going to be two-timing you. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah, Lucy will get a reputation, won't she? No, I'll get a reputation as a villain. Oh, as a villain? Hey, that'll be a crazy love triangle with the Potvision boys. Oh, he's going to win with them. Sirius has been doing whatever he can to get food. He's been pretending to be a lovable stray. Yeah. Licking and kissing needy people. Licking and kissing needy people. What yeah. is it you always say about pet owners? Pet owners are like people uh, needy. No. No, oh, must be me. Must be you, yeah. <laughs> um, but what if you found out that Poppy was actually Saddam Hussein? 
Oh my god! First of all, it was like um, she turned into a man a few weeks ago. Do you remember? She turned into a man. Now she's Saddam Hussein. Right, okay, Poppy's Saddam Hussein, transfigured. Okay. Right. What are you What are you asking me? What would you do? What would I do? Would that not frighten you? A little bit, yeah, because he was supposedly hung. I think who who was hung if you're Saddam? Do you remember when people used to rave on about people being hung, drawn and quartered? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Guy Fawkes was hung, right? Drawn. What's that bit? I think that's when they uh, open your body up and take all the bits out. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. They cut you from your throat to your navel and uh, they pull out all your bits. It's funny, isn't it? Hung. Uh, Right, let's draw him. Why? So to make sure he's dead. He's pretty dead, I reckon, old guy. Right, okay then, quite his guts. Now let's quarter him. Let's tie each of his limbs to a rope, attach it to a horse, and whip all four of them. Yeah? Yeah? Come on, Mr. Fox. You're not using my horse. (laughs) (laughs) You want to send my horse to Cardiff? Well, I'm not agreeing with this. Look, I've got to have him for the plough. Hey, he's been naughty. Your horse is taking his left leg to Edinburgh. All right? Mm. Right. (laughs) I think that... Is that it? Wait. Barty Crouch Jr. is dead. That's the end of that. Yeah. Oh, can I just say, I did laugh at the idea that Sirius from now on wants them to call him Snuffles. I'm sorry. We're not doing that. Fido, maybe. Bruce. Snuffles. Because, mm. serious, do you know what it reminds us of? It reminds us of someone snuffling at genitals. <laughs> That's only you, Ron. Uh, <laughs> don't remind me of that, personally. Uh, but there we go. <laughs> That's only you, Ron. <laughs> What's this? Huh? How do you mean? How do you mean? <laughs> we were laughing the other day at um, someone uh, doing something mental and then someone going, what the hell do you think you're doing? And then going, how do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> Not understanding what they're doing is insane. Right. Are you ready? Wait, are we going to mark it? Are we going to rate it? Oh, yeah. How many dogs snuffling at someone's genitals out of five mm. are you giving this... <laughs> chapter do you know what this felt like a bit of a nothing chapter to me like you got Ron bragging there's a little bit about Snape potentially being a death eater him and Karkarov wanting to have a little chat something on their arm yeah Uh, then they go to Sirius there's a lot of gossiping there's a lot of conjecture Mm. a lot of hypothesising yeah a little bit about Barty Crouch Jr a little bit about uh Barty Crouch Senior. Yeah. But for me, it was a bit of old nothing. I'm going to give it one and a half snuffling dogs, snuffling some genitals out of five. Mm. Mm. Thank you. For me, this chapter was a bit of all right. It had Mm. a bit of sneaking around. It had Snape laying into Harry Potter, accusing him of stuff that he hadn't done. Mm. I like that. But in many ways, the things he was saying were right. Harry Potter does not obey by rules. And for them reasons, he's a bit of a C-word, if you don't mind me saying, Peeves. 
um, but um, I like the reappearance of Sirius Black. That was a lot of fun. I like the idea of Buckbeak like tied up in a cave. Even greater fun. Yeah. For that reason, I'm going to give this chapter three dogs snuffling at someone's genitals out of five. Very nice. Are you ready for this week's edition of Quiz? Yes. Quiz, 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 quiz. That's not it, is it? Hey, we've just done the double vision quiz music. That's a secret one. Oh, yeah, secret that. Don't tell anyone about that. Okay. Quiz, 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 Gonna ask you about Harry Potter, Lucas. How well will you do? I'll blow you a kiss. Question one How does Ron describe Hermione after reading about her in the paper? Oh, yes, he describes her as a scarlet woman. Correct. How many points did Snape deduct from Gryffindor? 20? 10. Ah. Question three. Uh, what was missing from Snape's store cupboard? Oh, uh, gillyweed mm-hmm. and boom slang skin. Correct. Question four. What kind of robes were serious in? Uh, black. Ragged. No, raggy. 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 Question five. What did Buckbeak toss nervously? <laughs> oh, uh, his head. He's- it's Ed. Unfortunately, you've lost the quiz. Quiz, quizy key, quiz, quizy key, quiz, 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 quiz. Gonna ask you some questions. How well will you do? Quiz, quizy key, quiz, quizy key, quiz, 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 quiz. Gonna ask you about Harry Potter, Lucas. How well will you do? I'll blow you a kiss. Now it is time for the nation's second favourite segment. It's Hedwig's Droppings. We're not alluding to owl poo. We're not alluding to ploppings. We mean the messages you send in when we allude to Hedwig's Droppings. What's in a beak this week, cheap cheap? Well, we've had a lovely message from Thomas Stephen on Instagram. And he says, taking the premise from another franchise, for instance, the Marvel franchise, what storylines would you like to see in the Potterverse? Oh. You know, like the multiverse. It's got to be Thanos, hasn't it? Yeah, Thanos. <laughs> <laughs> so, for example, what if Malfoy was sorted into Gryffindor in an alternate re- reality, or if Filch could do magic? What other crazy timelines would you I like to see? I want to see Dudley with magic powers. Oh, I'd like that, yeah. Because if Dudley had been born a wizard, would... Uh, Aunt Petunia had been buzzing off him. Yeah, that would be good. And would she have raised Harry as more of her own? Yeah. Tell you what I'd like, if Sirius Black was actually Aunt Margie's dog. Ripper! If that was who he turned into. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be good. Well, maybe I can, you know, leave that in because now you go into Germany, no. it's, it's impossible to get cancelled in Germany, isn't it? No, people do get cancelled in Germany. No, they don't. Okay. Name one. <laughs> Hitler. Name one Austrian who's ever got cancelled in Germany. <laughs> well, we hope some of that's got through to the main pod. And we've answered your question, Thomas. Mm. 
And now we have to welcome Quintuplets to our Patreon. We've got five new followers. Oh my God, I did not know about this. Did you not? Are you excited? I wish you'd have told me about this before. <laughs> He'd have been more jolly. So do you want to kiss them all at once or do you want to give them the individual treatments? Mate, everyone gets individual separate kisses. All right, well, first off, we've got our first ever baby Ron. It's Holly Stroyan. It's a baby Ron. Uh, Holly, you, it is autumn. You are playing in the garden. You have crawled into a big pile of crispy autumn leaves. <laughs> but unfortunately, a wiggly caterpillar is crawling up your back Ooh. and it's heading towards your ear to lay eggs in it. <laughs> <laughs> I dive into the leaves, uh, flick the caterpillar off your ear, grab you, throw you in the air and... <laughs> Lovely! And we've also had a baby Harry, which is Lauren Sprinthall. Lauren. Who came to see us in Brighton. Hello, Lauren. Lauren, you have got a Saturday job <laughs> at one of them post office, like mini marts, you know, the ones where you can go in, buy sweets, and sometimes the post office counter is closed, but they are too strict with you and they are not paying you enough. They are bossing you about and you are losing your cool. You don't know how long you go in there. One day, your boss is riding you too much, screaming at you. I jump over the counter, punch her in the face, <laughs> pick you up, and... Lovely. And we've got another baby Harry, which is Beck Clayton. Beck Clayton, you are playing on a building site. You have crawled, in, <laughs> crawled into a cement mixer. Oh. You have been poured out, but you have been set in stone. Um, <laughs> you, <laughs> no one knows you're there. I'm driving my go-kart around the building site, spot the cement baby, rush over. Kiss the cement. The cement shatters and you are free. Yay. Fantastic. We've got another baby Harry and it's Ronnie Hot Dogs. <laughs> it's Ronnie Hot Dogs. Ronnie Hot Dogs, you are at the circus <laughs> and you have gone into a house of mirrors. <laughs> At first, this is fun, but then it becomes to get scary. Clowns descend into the uh, the mirrored house and are chasing you about. But do not worry, I am in there too with a knife. I am oh. running about, <laughs> slashing the clowns in their stomachs. Blood <laughs> everywhere. I lift you up, crimson blood dripping down your face, and you are safe. Fantastic. And finally, we've got a brand new baby Draco. It's Natalie Boys. Natalie, you are a baby and you have been taken to an animal shelter um, as some form of day out. Mm. You are crawling round with all the doggies. They are licking you. They are lapping you. And your parents have left. Unfortunately, they've swept you into a cage thinking <laughs> that you are a dog. Another dog is in there and he is angry at your arrival. He is growling at you. He's baring his teeth. He is about to lunge. He jumps towards you. I jump in the cage. I get the dog around his neck. <laughs> 
whispers something into his ear. He stops. I don't need to kill him. <laughs> I pick you up and lovely welcome to all our new babies and that was Hedwig's droppings this has been the Pottervision podcast thank you so so much for bloody coming well our tour is done our farewell gig is done our next stop is the Edinburgh Fringe mm. you can get all your tickets on the Pottervision website just go to pottervision.com we would love to see you back at the Fringe our first time there in about three years yeah next week also if you want to support us on the Patreon please do we've got a lovely little community growing we've got over 50 patrons now so please join us and please know this Lucas Kirkby is now unemployed yes so every little help every little help <laughs> thank you Ronnie Hot Dogs <laughs> so next week we're on episode 85 it's chapter 28 of the Goblet of Fire the madness of Mr. Crouch ooh you... Chinese fireball Shani's Bible. You have been a wonderful, enigmatic legend, Tom Lawrenson. And you have been a lederhose-wearing, sausage-eating, German last-kissing Lucas Kirkby. Goodbye! Thank you for listening to the Pottervision Podcast. The music was performed by Jack Evans. If you'd like bonus content and to support the show, you can visit patreon.com forward slash Pottervision.